What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. Super pumped. We've got a guest joining us from Colorado, beautiful Colorado. Please welcome Ron Worley. He is a family man, entrepreneur, author, and all around nice guy that wants to help people. Ron, thank you for joining us. I love that. I loved your whole title. I love that introduction. Can you please introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about your background? Of course, of course. And thank you for having me on. I love your energy so far. And, uh, you, you know, your show is great. Keep it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my name is Ron Worley and and you said it best. You know, I, I'm, uh, I just go out and try and help people um, with whatever profession I'm doing at the time, the companies I run. Uh, and with this specific book and and uh, follow through and coaching and things that I'm doing right now, that's all uh, been free of charge and just a, a passion of mine to help people uh, kind of break out of their adversity in life and and do something with themselves and quite frankly, just not let their past define them today, uh, which is something that I dealt with for years. And uh, once I broke free of that, I, I've kind of found a path to uh, that was teachable. Uh, to give to other people. And so that's what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, and let's, um, well, thank you very much for your, you wanting to help people in your generous, generous spirit, because the world needs more people like you and me that wants to put positive stuff out there because we're up against so much negativity, especially the last year. Um, We, before we started recording, we talked a little bit about our synergies with our past and some of the things that we've had to overcome and it brought us to where we are today. You, you want to talk about that a little bit? Because I think that's very relevant and the, and the audience can connect with that. Yeah. And, and usually it's relevant because I'm not a terribly, you know, it's not like I'm a billionaire and I'm running around, uh, you know, changing the world. That's not what's happening. I'm trying to live a normal life. I've gotten, you know, I'm, I'm unsuccessful, uh, but where I came from, I should be dead. And um, that's sort of why the story is important. And and for me, the story began at two years old when my parents uh, used to drug me or, or use marijuana to put me to sleep. And that, that sort of began my, uh, my life cycle of bad uh, choices and things, that, and things that were done to me that I couldn't control as a child. And, um, and so by the time I was in high school, I was a full-blown drug addict, alcoholic. And I was uh, fairly functional. You know, I did a lot of sports. Um, I was good at sports, and I found a lot of um, feeling from teams and things like family feeling that I was probably missing at home. Uh, not to not to say that I didn't have that at home at times. Um, uh, by the time I was twelve, my mom actually got sober, and she tried to one eighty our lives. But by then, like I said, I was already an alcoholic, so yeah. I was running around trying to find booze. And when you can't find booze or weed you know, whatever's around I would do. And, yeah. you know, that's where the cocaine, the acid, the, the heavy drugs came in. And, you know, I was, I was in school drinking and like in the actual classes, I remember taking a four-way window pane acid uh, in the middle of wow. school. And so it's like four hits in one and I was just way too loaded to be there. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so those were things, those were choices I made in high school when I was old enough to make my own uh, choices. But I feel like I wasn't really given a chance to see a different type of life. Um, yeah. But my life was of drugs and alcohol from the beginning. Uh, and it wasn't until I was 30 years old and homeless and uh, realized, you know, after several suicide attempts, after 
two huge rollover car accidents where I was thrown from the vehicles. Uh, and after the second one, I actually woke up in the hospital and said, yeah, it doesn't look like I'm going to die from this thing that I'm doing. Um, so it's probably time that I, I straighten it out. Yeah. And by that, by that time, you know, I, I, so I had a heart, you know, I, I watched my dad, uh, beat his women. Uh, I watched him womanize and drink and drug and, and he beat us. And, you know, there was just this terrible, um, abuse going on. And I always made a, you know, I was never going to do that to my children. And unfortunately at the time, my oldest was six, my youngest was one and a half and I was homeless and was unable to see them because of my own vices. Right. And that freaking ate at me all day, every day, um, because I knew what I was doing. And uh, I I don't think, so I try to look back at it and go, wow, I wonder if my dad felt that way when he didn't see me for five years, you know, like at a, at a time, how did, how did he deal with that? Right. And I honestly came to the conclusion that he was very sick and he didn't think about those things. Yeah. He drug them down and Self-soothing. Yeah, yeah, and and, and for that, me, that's, I was, that's what you were doing. Yeah, exactly. And un, and fortunately for me, I was able to feel for my children before it was too late. And they ultimately—that's what got me sober was them. You know, I I wanted to be around them. I couldn't be alive and not be around them. So I had to get my crap together in order to do that. So I did. In 2003, I uh, started going to AA meetings and got a job again. And um, I just started plugging away. And actually, I had two jobs because I my goal was to hurry up and get my kids back into my life. And so I, I got a one bedroom apartment, it cost me like 450 bucks a month. And I lived in the in the ghetto part of Greeley, Colorado. And it was dangerous at night, you know, there's games yeah. everywhere and stuff. But that's, that's what I had to do. Yeah. Um, and I, I, you know, the kids came, they lived with me on the weekends and, and it was bliss. I actually, some of the best times in my life were that few months in that one bedroom apartment uh, where we were just kind of camping out, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just like real raw, like survivor yeah. stuff like that you, you know, as that you can just appreciate because of where you've come from or oh, like yeah. what you've been through, where you are now. And um, yeah, I remember times like that. So, you know, before we started recording, you know, we have some similar backgrounds, fathers, you know, my father was a deadbeat. I haven't seen him and I don't know how long. And he was, he was drugs and alcohol too. Um, mm-hmm. I got, you know, I'm a survivor. I've had some very abusive boyfriends. Um, I was a human trafficking survivor, or I am a human trafficking survivor. And a lot of that, what I went through, my, my father was abusive to me too. I took the brunt of it. I have four other siblings. I'm the oldest mm-hmm. of five. I took the brunt of it for my siblings. And right. um, I remember when I was in high school, I finally said this, I had enough. And I had, I called the police on him. And that was what um, prompted my parents to get divorced because like they, you know, he was jumped on my mom's car, was like kicking in the window. Like it was just crazy, just crazy stuff. And, wow. you know, every once in a while, he'll pop up into my life and try to um, try to like reconnect. But it's like at this point, you know, I'm over it. You know, we talked about this, like a lot of that stuff we've gone through has what is created a, a who we are today. And it took yeah. a lot of work to get over right. that and a lot of therapy and just a lot of just um, I think that I don't know about you, but I just had to forgive him and right. move forward. And right. so my, like my old expectations 
are not realistic and they will never happen. And I have no desire to really ever to re- reconnect in any way because right. the damage was done. Let's just keep it moving. Uh, I've uh, my life is great. I'm happy. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm living. I'm I'm alive. So we're good. So let's yeah. talk about all of your success. So you went to. Sure. I love that story because I think like those people that have gone through so much struggle really um, and they come out of it really are just so successful. Well, yeah, I think so. We, there's a grind in us that, that doesn't quit, you know? Yeah. Uh, And and for me, it was the, it was interesting because I was so insecure uh, and I was so worried about what other people thought of me that, the, the thought of me as a homeless person, just, it wouldn't work. Like it yeah. wouldn't take for me. And so I climbed out of it, uh, desperately climbing out of it just to show the world. I don't even know who these people are. I mean, <laughs> really, <laughs> really, it's probably just in my head, but, um, that's good you know, though. Well, sure. That's and, good. and, and it's funny cause it's still there. That's, that's still like, I'm proving something to somebody. I have no idea. Uh, but I'm always doing it. You know, I want to try this. I want to try that. I want to, you know, it's the lion in you. It's the lion in you. Yeah. You got, you know, that's the, that's your animal spirit. (laughs) It is. And you know, someone asked me why the lion and honestly that uh, the lion isn't a super uh, animal to me that I've like always followed or anything, but a lion is very clever. They, they take care of their pride yeah. Uh, they feed water, help hunt and all that, you know, to help their pride, which is their family. And that's the only important thing that drove me for many, 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 many years was take care of my kids, take care of my, my wife. I am the provider. I am the hunter. Um, and it's a very traditional role that I thought I was taking on. Uh, but my wife, you know, um, she's a lioness and she's very protective of me. And she's also very hardworking and hunts right along with me. And, uh, we push each that. other. Yeah. We, we push our couple. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's never knew that term until about a year ago, her and I went and did some, uh, marriage counseling. Um, and, and it wasn't actual marriage counseling. It was untraditional, but we just wanted to tune up and, and sure. someone told me he, the, the guy said, yeah, you guys could burn down a, a village or you can make a city and you're, you're just that that power couple. And we both kind of looked at each other and like, well, yeah, we, we really have to have something else to focus on or we focus and turn on each other. Yeah. Cheers to the new years and to making resolutions you actually keep. Have you added self-care to your routine? I know I have very much in the self-care. My man is, yes, he is definitely keeping it tight. Our sponsors and Manscaped have the perfect tools to help keep you and your significant other clean and tidy this year. Manscaped tools for his jewels are so good. You'll want them for yourself. The lawnmower 4.0 is all you'll need for his balls and your bikini line. You know what's up, ladies. Set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join the 4 million people worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer, Go to manscaped.com and use code labelfree20 for 20% off plus free shipping. Happy New Year's, you guys. Thank you for tuning in and we appreciate all your support. Go over to manscaped.com, use the code labelfree20 for 20% off and free shipping. Uh, so yeah, anyways, the successes. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't look at all my successes based on money. Um, I have owned 
you know, several businesses that have been successful. Um, at one point, uh, my wife and I owned four retail locations, um, a bail bonds company, and uh, a real estate brokerage, and, and some buildings and things like that. But, uh, you know, th those, those are just the business successes. Those actually came from uh, realizing that if we treated people well in the community, the community would pay us back. And, and ultimately, that we figured that out with our retail stores. We, we had a grand opening, and we, we were coming up on the grand opening, and we only had 50 people that were saying they were coming to this big grand opening. Uh, and we realized that that wasn't good enough. So we, we actually had a friend that had a daughter that, was, that had cancer, and she's since passed away. But at the time, I'm very sorry. Uh, we were trying to give her, uh, you know, a, the, the family needed money. And so yeah. once we put her out there, made her the main focus, uh, it wasn't our, our doing at all. It was just us putting on the event. Uh, all of a sudden we had, you know, thousands of people online and hundreds of people that showed up to the event. And, um, and instead of taking a profit from it, which we easily could have, I think our store made $10,000 that day. Wow. Um, so our profit would have been five, 6,000. We gave away our profit. Um, and ultimately we ended up earning fifteen, twenty thousand dollars somewhere See? around there for this little girl. And, and it, that was the, like the light bulb went off. If we take care of them, they will take care of us. Yes. And so we spent the rest of our time in that business. Um, was just that a retail, was it? Uh, it was, we were a nutrition store called oh. Max Muscle. Love it. Um, Love it. yeah. Yeah, and, and we took that one step further. You know, we didn't just sell GNC type products. We actually did meal plans and we got into people's lives and tried to help them uh, holistically. And uh, again, that's just what worked. You know, you don't just let someone come in and buy things. You, When they come in, you find out what their story is. You talk to them and you figure out that they've, they've got so much more going on. But ultimately, uh, the, what worked for us was the fact that we took care of the community and that I became uh, super honest with my history. Yeah. Um, with my story. And I put it on the front page of our website just for everybody to read. And it was, it was like a light switch went on again uh, with how the customers approached us. Yeah. All of a sudden people were coming in with uh, issues with alcoholism. Um, you know, I just, all these stories that were like mine were coming into the store to share their story with me. And so that relationship got deeper. Um, Give me goosebumps. Now, I'm like, oh, yeah. It's, and so when you open up like that, when you're vulnerable to someone else, you create this trust. Um, yes. And now if they, if they open up back to you, that's when the trust is sealed. Um, yeah. And then there's a lot of people that can't do that, but that's fine. You know, if I open up to them, I think the first thing you, we, we went off right away, off, yeah. uh, you know, and, and that's, we just instantly can trust each other. And, yeah. and I think that's huge in life and people should do that more often. Um, but, you know, now with, uh, you know, with our businesses, we can, we have a following or a group of people that kind of do, they're into everything we do. Sure. Uh, and so it's, it's super cool. Cause anytime, like when we started real estate, we, you know, we just had a built in customer base and uh, we can be successful in this area with pretty yeah. much anything we do, you know, uh, and, but it's taken, you know, 20 years to get there. So. And you've built, cause you've built that trust, Ron, and you're just being, That's right. like, you're being authentic. And that's right. like, you know, starting this podcast, I was like, I label free. I just want to be real. I want people to take the labels off. You know, I have 100%. always been myself, no matter what, good and bad. 
Yeah. And I have not, and I won't compromise that. And I feel like when you are authentically yourself and you're, and you're honoring other people, you know, I think like we're, we're here to serve others. And when you're here to serve and you tap into that, there's your, there, the world knows no bounds for you, right? The universe comes, gives back to you. And right. Our struggle that we've gone through is crucial to get us to this point so that other people can relate to us and that we can be a beacon of light in their darkness. You know what I mean? So I am always talking about like, you know what, in a world filled with darkness, be a light that shines for others. You know what I mean? Because some, and some people have a hard time finding their way. Like you're talking about, they don't have that trust and they, that fear. And so, you know, being this incredible person that you are is, um, I'm so happy that you've done so well and you've overcome so much. Let's um, talk about your book really quick. Um, I actually yeah. really like this, um, this description. It says, your dreams may be free, but getting their demands of price. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, you spend a lot of time as a child dreaming about what you're going to do with your life and where yeah, you, you know. Can you hold your book up really quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I forgot about that. Yeah. Let's see if that works. Oh, I can't see oh. you. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, oh. Uh, ditches to riches. There we go. Okay, cool. Yeah. How to survive your effed up life and create a kick-ass business. And and I think that says it best. You know, that yeah. uh, we don't have to be defined by our past. We don't have to um, hold, be held to the mistakes that we've made. We can still build a kick-ass business and have a kick-ass life. Um, I, I think, uh, you just asked me the question, uh, you know, about your dreams aren't free and, and it's true. We, we do have to work for our, the things we have. It's not, you know, I, I feel guilty. I'm, I'm in a new house and I spent a lot of money here and I have people working on my house and I feel like, you know, when they come over, they're just judging me as being this rich man. And and I always feel like I have to tell them, look, man, I was homeless in 2003. I've worked your job. I've done this. I've done, you know, I feel like I have to um, prove my, like I, like that I you're this. worthy, that you're worthy right. of what you've achieved. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. I've been there. Exactly. I've been there. Yeah. And so, and so I'm learning, you know, every day still that, uh, you know, I can dream all I want, but uh, you know, can I handle the dream number one? And am I willing to put in the work to make the dream come true? And at times, and this is why I came up with the values, um, the whirly way. It, at times, you can let things get in the way of your dream, and sometimes you can get the dream in the way of important things in your life. Um, for me, family was huge, and and at all costs, I needed to maintain family. And and at times, my businesses would cross over and become become a problem and take me from the family sure. or, or yeah. whatnot. And so it it helps to have some values. I mean. Uh, some of my top values is, is hard work and, and family. And those two do collide. Um, yes. so that's where, you know, to get your dream to come true, you got to finesse your way through it. Um, if you still want to have friends when you come out of it, my, the most important thing in my life right now, um, is the fact that my kids come over every week. Uh, they eat dinner every Thursday. They're all grown adults out of the house. Uh, but they come back every single Thursday and we eat dinner together. Uh, as if they never left and and it you know that's that they that's don't success have success right that. there yeah that's the that's yeah. the deal that's yeah. that's what life's about and I could give a crap less about money uh, you know if they weren't they're not coming around for the money 
Right. Uh, yeah. And and I well, must when they're have... adults or not, I think when they're kids, it's a little different. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you know, they're all successful in their own right because they're happy and, and yeah. Um, not all of them went to college. That's another thing that I try to to change in people. You know, we we don't need to go to college. I didn't go to college. Um, I was kicked out of college twice. So, you know, I, <laughs> it just wasn't for you. <laughs> it was not for me. <laughs> I sure tried. <laughs> uh, you gave it an A for effort, Rod. Heck Rod. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Like a lot of um, successful people, billionaires in this world, you know, they didn't go to college. And unfortunately, a lot of people think they have to go spend a hundred grand to get out and, and get a, you know, a low paying job, really. Uh, and that's not the case. And, and I, work I, for someone's someone else's dream. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I try to teach otherwise. Learn learn what unlimited income potential means, and what does it mean to you? And then establish those dreams, and we just start working towards them. Yeah, um, for sure. One of the big things I have to teach the young folks uh, is the difference because they see so much stuff on social media. Uh, they think everything is a have to. I have to have that. I have yeah. to have that. Yeah. And it's like man. Like, Here's the have tos. You have to pay rent. You have to eat. That's it. Yeah. And then, you know, even your car, your telephone, all that stuff is want tos. Yeah. And, you know, there was a time when my family, we were on food stamps. We didn't have a telephone. You know, hey, you've been there. <laughs> I mean, after my husband passed, I had, I was going to the food pantry and I mean, it was rough. Like I, you know, you want to talk like him and I, we had five businesses and I lived the multi-million dollar lifestyle. We supplied private, the big mansion, Mercedes. Oh. When he passed, I lost everything because I was the second wife and everything went to his daughters. And oh. they, they, I mean, it was, it was terrible. It was ugly. You know, like what you see in the movies, it was really ugly. Yeah. Um, so I had to start over, you know, so you talk about like having that to that, like I, it was a very humbling experience, but I'm glad sure. I went through it, you know, because it gave. But I, I, when we were growing up, like when my dad was gone, I had to go to the food pantry for my mom. You know, here sure. we are, there's five of us kids and my mom, and she's like, what are you going to do? Survival of the fittest, right? Right. And when you have, <laughs> when you have to survive like that, it gives you a, a very special set of skills that people that yeah. have not gone through it, they will never have any idea what it takes. hundred percent. And I, and I think we don't want to lose it. When you start to get successful, you know where you've come from. You don't want to go back. And there's this internal fire, which is probably the the brain, the person I'm trying to prove it to is myself. Yeah. In my head. I don't want to go back there. Really? And, and I talk, uh, I talk about how I could live in a trailer again. It wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be able to do that uh, really, but, yeah. but but if you had to, you could, but you wouldn't to. be there for very long. Like, let's right. be real. <laughs> like, thank you. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We, we won't be there for very long. Right. Um, Ron, I think I could talk to you for hours, but um, before we wrap things up, can you please like give all your links where people can find you, your book, all that good stuff? Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, so really, I keep it simple. Go to ronworley.com and my book's on there. Uh, you can email me. That's at ron at ronworley.com. I always email back. I work for free for you guys. So any questions, any uh, advice that you need, or or even just to tell somebody what's going on in your life, I'm here. Oh. Uh, shoot me an email. Awesome. And I will put all those links in the description of the episode, Ron. It was an honor to have you like keep being that lion and that survivor that you are and, and making that positive impact on the world because we we need it. We need it really badly. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. 
please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, follow, share, all that good stuff. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.